Peace, this is your host Krill of Out The Box. The following interview is part of our throwback series of Out The Box Talks. These are interviews that were done prior to the official season one and two of Out The Box Talks. Enjoy. Welcome to another edition of Out The Box Radio. I'm your host Krill. I want to thank everyone who's been following along with our episodes. This is our fourth episode of the year and I just hope to multiply that number more and more as we continue to grow. Today, my special guest is an MC who's been making a name for himself for well over a decade now. The first time you probably heard him was on The Listening Project alongside producer Ninth Wonder and MC Fonte as part of the group known as Little Brother. Since then, the group has unfortunately disbanded, but he's went on to build his solo career and evolve as an individual artist. So ladies and gentlemen, I just want to take the time to bring to you, live on the line with us today, one third of the legendary hip hop group Little Brother, my homie, rapper Big Pooh. What's the deal, Pooh? Welcome to Out the Box. Oh man, thank you for having me. It's, it's, it's an honor to be on the show, man. No doubt, man. It, it, it's definitely an honor on my on my end too, man. Because I know that you have a rich history in this hip hop thing, so it's a pleasure, bro. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So I mean, we got a lot of things that I want to talk to you about today. But I want to kick the interview off just to reflect a little bit about your history. Um, I, you know, I think it's just only right that we, we just take it back a little bit. So um, okay. my first question to you, bro, is like prior to meeting Fonte, prior to meeting Ninth, prior to that whole little brother uh, era, when did you originally get the spark or intuition that you yourself wanted to be an MC? Um, I think I was pretty probably about eight, nine years old. Um, it was just something that, you know, I always loved music and it was something that really, you know, I really thought about like, yo, you know, hearing some of the, you know, like EPMD and uh, Rob Bass and Rakim, Big Daddy Kane and something that I, you know, was like, yo, I want to try my hand at it. I love writing. Um, I love music. So it seemed perfect, but it wasn't really until uh, probably around 98, 97, 98, where I really, it really started to hit me like, yo, this is something that I think not only I can do, but it's something that I really want to do. Mm. Now, um, when you look back at the run and the success that, you know, you've had as Little Brother, um, what, what would you say were some of the compromises and sacrifices that each of y'all, I mean, of course, you could probably at best speak for yourself, but, you know, if you could speak for what you know from the other members as well, what would you say were some of the compromises and the sacrifices that y'all had to make in order to make the group work? Um, but a big one, man, is, is you compromise a piece of who you are as an artist um, anytime you're in a group setting. And I think we all had to do that to a certain extent, um, some more than others, but Right. Uh, we we all definitely had to compromise a little bit of who we were, or some of who we were, in in order for the greater good of the uh, group. And and people can hear that now as we all, you know, went off to do our own things individually. Um, you can just hear how the sounds, you know, differ right, between right. each of us. So, um, so that just lets you know already that, you know, within in the group setting. You know, we definitely had to had to give up a little bit in order to gain everything we were able to gain. Right. And, you know, the one of the reasons why I asked you that question, too, Pooh, is because I remember um, reading something that Questlove has said about the roots in, 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 in one of the reasons why they were able to to be successful as a group was you know them having two separate you know uh buses one for him and, and one for black thought who they 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 in their personal lives they got into different things and you don't really get to hear that story too much about about the the the, the personality of the the artists that make up the group which you know lead to certain struggles you know over time you know oh yeah definitely that's you know and, and I'm, I'm very familiar with Questlove told me that personally, you know, like that, that's kind of what helped kept them together is, you know, having the budget to be able to afford two buses and things right. of that nature. And, and, and I mean, and, and that's true, um, you know, with a lot of people, a lot of people as far as fans are concerned, all they see is the end product and the end product is the music. 
that's right. being put out, but they don't understand everything else that goes into it. Uh, as far as being in a group is, is, is essentially like being in a marriage. Right. And you know what I'm saying? And the more people, the more difficult it is to, to hold that marriage together. So, um, you know, everybody, you know, even as far as little brother was concerned, um, outside of music, uh, we had different personal lives. Right. Um, you know, it, 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 even within music, you know, it was different levels of, whereas Knife and Fonte, you know, they ate, drank, slept, breathed, everything with music. I was, I wasn't like that. Right. So, you know, everything personally is different. And then you still have to compromise a little bit on the music end in order for it to work. So, um, you know, all of that definitely goes, you know, goes into being in a group. Mm -hmm. So what what were some of the things that contributed to your personality that was different to what Ninth and, and, and Fonte, you know, was into? Uh, for me, I was a big, you know, around the time when we were first beginning, um, I was a big partier. Okay. Uh, neither, one, neither one of them, you know, as far as I've known them, they wasn't really big on partying. So right. um, I was I was the party guy. I was the drinker. Neither one of them drank. Uh, so I was the drinker. Um, I'm a big sports fanatic, you know, right. and uh, that's one thing me and I definitely, um, you know, we had in common because he's a big sport, sports guy as well. So, right. um, so, you know, being a big sports fanatic and just those things, you know, when we were together, that was more my personality like mm -hmm. you know i go out to the club i drink i'll you know go hang with the with, with the homeboys i go you know rock with different people and, and do different things and, and that's kind of what was my personality still well part of it still is so let me ask you something when i when i look back and i, I listen to some of these you know the, the 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 little brother albums and stuff there's a lot of skits about like especially the um what was that album the the get back album you guys had a skit about uh you know coming home after a party w was that did you have a part to play in the skits like some some of those skits due to your your party and personality at times uh yeah definitely man like a lot of the times with the skits even though you may have heard uh just either fonte or, or, or you know we had other people playing different roles um a lot of the times with the skits it derives from real life situations right and or, or it derives from inside jokes or things that we all discussed um together or, or you know joked about together and then you know Fonte was just brilliant at um putting them in skit form as far as the album was concerned but uh you know just the whole party thing you know and you know in relation to that that was more of not necessarily my, you know, penchant for partying, but just the whole scene period. Like, right. you know, it's a thing that a lot of men do is like, we ain't going to the club, but we go to the let out. You know what I'm saying? We go check the let out. And that was just something that we did. Okay. You know, not necessarily we personally did, but that's something that was done. Right. That is done down here in North Carolina. And I'm pretty sure okay. a lot of other places. No doubt. No doubt. Now, you know, Pooh, I always knew and recognized your importance to Little Brother, although Fonte and Ninth obviously stood out. You know, they had their moments where they really stood out. And but uh, I, the, I feel like sometimes the struggle with you was in defining your identity. Like we, we knew that Fonte was the joker um, and the singer of the group um, and Ninth was known for his soulful beats. But I always felt like you kind of fell in line with what they were already establishing, just kind of like going with the flow. You could correct me if I'm wrong, but this is just a vibe that I got listening to, to Little Brother as a whole. But um, I, my question to you is, what would you say was the thing that you were going for as far as your personality or identity as an MC while you were in Little Brother at that time? Like, how would you describe or define what Pooh brought to the table for Little Brother? Um, well, you know, first to address your assessment, um, you know, I definitely would agree with a lot of what you were saying. Um, you know, in the beginning, what a lot of people didn't realize or, or never realized was, even though, you know, as far as me and Fonte, we, you know, we only a year apart, he's a year older than I am. Music-wise, 
he he was years, still is years beyond where I ever was. And, right. and you know, the same for Knife, they were years beyond musically because music, you know, I was more of a sports guy than a music guy. I just have a talent, you know, for, for doing music. But um, so I, I definitely, I was just going within the flow, you know, because I didn't know who I was musically. And I was, you know, searching and trying to find out who I was musically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, later on in the years, I started to really find, you know, my voice and find out exactly what I wanted to do and, and, and the direction I wanted to go. And and so I started doing that. And um, as far as my role in Little Brother, the big misconception about Little Brother is that you could replace me with anybody and the group would have been, would have still worked and would have been better. What a lot of people don't realize is one of my greatest gifts was being able to play Indian. And Say that again? What, what's, what's that? Being, being, being able to be an Indian and not okay. be the chief. Right. And what I mean, and, you know, I, I, what I mean by that is I was, I was strong enough to know that you can't have three people trying to drive the car at the same time. Right. So I was able to humble myself to you know, where, where I need to fill in, what you need me to do. I'm going to take, you know, I'm, I'm going to believe that you're leading us down the right path and I'm going to, you know, as far as creatively and I'm going to go with it. And right. and that's what I did, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I allowed Fonte to have creative, you know, control because he was a lot more advanced than I was. When, it, when a lot of people, you put them in my same position, they might not even got the first album out. Right, right. Because, because everybody is now nah, I know what I'm doing and and I think that was probably my greatest my greatest contribution was being able to you know eventually as I got more comfortable with myself I was able to you know contribute and offer my my point of view and, and bring certain things to the table right. that a lot of people you know don't don't even know I did but at the same time, I was also comfortable within myself to allow someone else to lead so we can actually get somewhere right. and not be fighting over the keys to the car. So. I totally agree with that, man. And that's why I started off by saying that I, I certainly recognize the importance you have to the crew because if they if Little Brother were to come back without you, it wouldn't be the the little brother it just wouldn't be little brother so i totally agree with that you know and i'm glad that you 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 clarified that that you 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 recognized that you were going with the flow um just you know i just wanted to ask that because um that's like i said that's the vibe i always got you know but um definitely um definitely insightful convo here man um what i want to do next pool is actually go to a music break um i want to i want to i want to go to a joint that um actually was one of my favorites on the first solo project that you put out um the joint i'm talking about is called heart of the city so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go to that and we're gonna come back and talk a little bit more so people keep it locked right here out the box radio your host krill got my man rapper big pool on the line yeah keep it locked heart of the city big pool this is off the sleepers project <laughs> let's do it out the box radio To a place we all know, to a place we all been. You either love it or you hate it. You welcome y'all to the heart of the city, where the people cold and they show no pity. Better have a team or get stuck by committee. Yeah, I got a job, but the pay's real shitty. Beggars hold the signs, walk the streets so silly. We all got cash for real, some whole millies. Dollars to their name, some get none, some sons. Niggas knock just to have a little fun. Some daughters bear hop just to have a little fun. Support comes first of the month. Checks in, we like kings serving up fiends. Summertime ice cream trucks bring joy back to the lives of the kids. Mama on crack, daddy's gone, and I doubt he'll be coming back. Hit the lotto, get money, don't know how to act. And the time keeps slipping, and time keeps passing. The cops keep on passing, and the streets still laughing. No place to turn when you're living on the average. Welcome to the heart of the city. Tight. 
They charge 20 at the door. Buy 12 of them about ten dollars more. It's all worth the while once you hit the dance floor. Young Philip Jones, while you looking at the horse. Damn, she's so fine, passing by heaven's doors. Getting out the cars these days, they roll cars. Wells traffic stop, green lights just because. Speaking with familiar faces, drinking heavy straight, no chasers. Alcohol lost its flavor. Down Corona like it's tap water. Going home, no lights. Any school teachers never had order. Appreciate what the block torture. The same three quarters, and they swear she looking good on her. If you ain't fam, then you labeled as another foreigner. Time keep slipping and time keep passing. Her. Cops keep harassing and the streets still laughing. No place to turn when you living on the habit. Welcome to the heart of the city. Where the chief pull choke, cats go for broke. We all got secrets in the man use dope. They shut down the block for the likes of the folk. Welcome to the heart of the city. Bull city in the Delta. Welcome back to Out The Box Radio, your host Krill. I got my man, rapper Big Pooh on the line, representing the legendary hip-hop group, also known as Little Brother. We are kicking it today, getting through the convo. Now, Pooh, you mentioned earlier that you are a big sports fan. And I just want to shift gears a little bit uh, from the music on a, on a light tip to talk about basketball. Because right, right now, we're like full into basketball season you know uh, the playoffs is coming up and uh Miami is really making it happen right now they, with with the win streak and everything it's looking real good for them so my question to you bro is do you see anybody whether it's on the west or on the east taking out Miami this year with, with every good thing that's happening for them um I think the only way Miami lose, and it will be in the championship, okay, is if they face the Spurs, and the Spurs are healthy. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, I'm hearing that, and and I say that because the Spurs have the right mixture of youth. Um, they have the right mixture of experience. They have they can play any type of ball game they need to play. They can speed it up. They can slow it down, and. They have who is probably one of the top two to three coaches in the NBA coaching today. Right. And and you even have to Greg Popovich may be one of the greatest coaches to ever coach the game, period. So He's definitely up um, there. So I think that would be the only way the Miami Heat lose is so, going against the Spurs in the final. So you don't see no other teams making any uh surprise upsets? Nah, man. I mean, it, it, it'll take an injury on the Heat part to okay. one of their big big three. Um, or to just take the, 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 the series of a lifetime from whatever team they're playing. But I, I don't I don't see any team in the East uh, that's equipped enough to beat the Heat this year. I just don't. See, like a teams can probably play them tough for a game or two or three, but in the seven game series, I don't see anything Okay, all right. So, fair enough, man. I mean, I've heard the 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 um the the 
the the competitiveness between the Spurs and the Miami might be an issue, and that's something I'm definitely gonna look for. But you know, I mean, I'm a fan. I was a fan of Miami last year. Of course, I'm from New York, so I'm representing the Knicks. Um, I'm hoping that they do something spectacular this year as well. You know, at least let us advance to the to the second round. You know, <laughs> but um, you know, I'm 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 I'm. If Miami gets another uh, ring, I, I really won't be upset, man, uh, because they are definitely showing uh, that they are a serious team right now and, and that they, they're worthy of, of, of winning a successful championship, man. So big ups to them, man. So I just wanted to get that out of the way, Pooh, man. I know you're a big uh, sports fan, so, you know, I, and, I, and I'm heavy into it right now, so I, I just wanted to make sure I asked you that. But um, let's get back to the music. Uh, the, the next question I want to ask you, man, I, I, I've seen that, You've recently been doing a lot of collaborations and features with the new Slum Village crew. You know, um, you got T3, Young RJ, and then Illa J is now a part of the crew. And I know you you go back a little bit with with, with them heads from Detroit. But uh, just so the people know right now, like, can you tell us like how the chemistry began between you and uh, this this new Slum Village crew? Definitely. Um, a few years ago, I think it was '09. Um, maybe at 09, uh, Scrap Dirty had uh, someone hit me up and uh, he was telling me Young RJ wanted to uh, wanted to work. So me and RJ, Young RJ, um, you know, we formed a, a working relationship. And um, even at one point in time, we were working on the album together that, you know, we didn't end up putting out for various reasons. But um, it, it was just like a natural you know, flow, you know, organic flow. And, um, you know, I definitely was honored to, to, you know, work with, you know, T3 from the original Swan Village and, of course, Illa J, you know, brother of uh, uh, the late, great Jay Dilla, and then young RJ, um, who I did a lot of Swan, Swan production once Dilla did leave the group. So right. um, it's just real organic, man. You know, we just, you know, it's, it's like a loose you know, crew, you know, where it's like, yo, they, you need something, I got you, and vice versa, and, you know, we just kind of work like that, so whenever they call, man, I answer the call, and, and that's just how I go, you know, a lot of people, you know, they were speculating, oh, it's cool with me, it's fun, it's like, nah, it's nothing <laughs> like that, you know what I'm saying, right, right. It, it's just, you know, that's people that I definitely, you know, look up to, and as far as T3 is concerned, and, and people I enjoy working with, and, um, and, and so we do work. Word. You know, it's pretty dope, too, that, you know, you, you both, you know, of course, T3 and yourself both come from two legendary hip-hop groups that have broken up or a lot of changes has been made along the time and along the time and you guys kind of connected. So I always thought that that was that was interesting, too, that, you know, you come from Little Brother. He comes from the original slum village that has changed so much over time and you guys linked up together oh yeah definitely Mick Boogie always Mick, every time we do something like do a track together Mick Boogie emails me and say yo man y'all need to quit playing and you and T3 do this joint album like <laughs> he wow. says it all the time <laughs> like and, and and it never fails like after every joint he hit me with the same email you know, I never thought about that. That, but that might be a, a really good idea, man. I never thought about that. You and you and T three kind of linking up, little brother, uh, Slum Village fam type album. But that might be pretty cool. I mean, if you get if you guys got to get the right production and the right, you know, um, support for it, that might actually turn out pretty cool, man. Yeah, um, we definitely, you know, we 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 broached the idea once before, but um, you know, both of us just got a lot of things going on and and different things that, you know, we already had, right. you know, on our minds. And, and so, you know, if, 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 if it's supposed to happen, it'll happen, you know. It ain't nothing we really, you know, pushing for. No doubt. Now, with them being from Detroit and Slum Village having a legacy of its own, obviously, what did you gain from being around them? Um, You always learn, man. I'm, I'm, I'm big on learning and just learning how to become a better song creator and, and and how to structure songs and put songs together and and things of that nature man and that's what I definitely enjoy learning is because that's one of the things 
even though it's not the original crew or the original group, they, you know, being that Keith Lee was there, they still have some certain element that, you know, that he brings to the table and uh, just being around him and soaking up, you know, that type of knowledge, man. I'm, right. I'm big on that and I always try to apply that when I go into working on whatever projects I'm working on, just the different lessons I learn from, you know, people that I'm able to be around and, and, and actually be around the process of recording mm -hmm. and, and learn how they do things. So um, that's definitely one of the big things that, that I learned being around Slum. Now, do you spend a lot of time in Detroit or do you connect with them elsewhere? No, nah, I mean, I, I have spent some time in Detroit, um, you know, okay. but, you know, it's in this area, you know, we do a lot of our work via uh, via Internet and phone calls and things right. of that nature. But <laughs> um, but we, we have been doing this so long that the chemistry is, is, you know, we don't necessarily have to be in the same room together to form that chemistry because we've been doing it for so long. Um, but definitely, you know, I, I have spent, you know, a little while out there and, and worked on some stuff. That's what's up. Now, I definitely want to commend you on, you know, all the new progress you've been making, collaborating with Slum and other dope producers on your solo grind. But I got to ask this next question for the fans. I know it's a question you probably get a lot, but I, I just got to ask it for the fans out there. If Little Brother were to ever reform as a group or rejoin as a group, what do you think would need to be done on each individual's part to make a successful project? <laughs> uh, I think, I think, I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, we have to resolve a lot of things personally. Okay. Um, because we, we had, it wasn't just business relationships that, you know, we had with each other and, um, resolving personal things goes a long way okay. uh, you know making music had never been the problem uh you know even when you know a few years ago me and Nike, we, we kind of was cool for a minute uh but you know it would like we were really talking talking but we was able to make a song together like that's never you know that that was never the issue but i think for us we would definitely have to resolve a lot of personal, uh, personal things, and, and, and get a lot of personal stuff out the way, in order to, uh, in order to even talk about getting to that point. Right now, do you see those personal things, uh, a being able to be resolved in a short period of time, or is it something that you feel like would take a longer period of time? Like, is is there any time? Uh, frame that you think it would take or does it matter at all? Nah, man. I mean, I, I really couldn't even tell you, man. Um, you know, I know, like, I can speak as far as me and uh, myself and Ninth. We, you know, we, we set a lot of our past differences aside and, and things we went through and, you know, we actually speak now, you know, as, as before I hadn't spoken to him in a few years. So, uh, we actually speak now and That's great. you know try to try to definitely you know work on building that personal relationship back you know it hasn't been any talk of music we haven't got into the studio or none of that you know we always ask how each other doing and what That's they're working on but um it's more personal relationship but i don't know man you know them, them type of things you definitely can't put uh you, you can't put time on because you right. never know you, you, you don't know first of all if, if the personal issue could be resolved but it's definitely going to take time and that that's not going to be a, you know, like I know a lot of people soon as, you know, nice and I, you know, you know, let the world know that we set things to the side and decided to move forward. And then a lot of people thought that meant we was back in the studio the next day. It's like, right. nah, <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? It, it, it don't work that way. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And so, you know, I, I don't know, man, you know, I, I'm just always been one of them dudes. I never said never. Right. Um, but, the probability is low uh, because because of because it is personal. Right. Um, if, if it was just a business thing, then that's something you can get over with okay. a few, you know, a few conversations and you know exchange some some money, some paperwork, and you, and you go over that. But this is a this is really a personal thing, so right. I, you know you you just never know. Right. Right. 
Well, you know, I, I, I'm at least happy to know that some level of progress is being made on a personal level. And it's, it's little, but it, it's something. So, you know, I always, you know, it's always saddening when you hear that the groups break up. But, you know, I know that you guys have a history, a personal history, despite what we as fans know you for. You guys have a personal history. And that definitely is something that, you know, would have to be mended before any other progress is made so you know salute to you and and ninth for for making little steps although i know that doesn't mean that a, an album is is coming or a new you know that you guys are in the studio together but salute to y'all for taking at least baby steps you know thank you i appreciate it man you know the one one thing i always tell people when they don't realize is like it's a lot of work right. being in the group you have and the more people the more of a headache it is like mm. <laughs> you know you have you have different egos you have different opinions personalities you have you know then everybody comes with their own set of friends they have and those people have opinions and then you you know the the the, the natural ones that that come right. through so you know a, a lot goes into making the group work and it's not easy at all and that's why some not many groups stand the test of time. And as we talked about earlier, like Questlove said, you know, when you have the budget to be able to do things, remain separate until it's time to be together. Exactly. It makes it, it, makes it a lot easier because a lot of people don't understand the amount of groups, any genre, but the amount of groups that they can't stand each other. Right. <laughs> but they know financially it benefits them more to be together and they get more right. when they're together and they have that financial backing to be able to okay we only got to come together when we do shows and we, right. we try to do records other than that we don't have to be in each other's face so but it's a lot of groups that operate like it's more groups than what people even want to acknowledge that huh. operate like that and because it takes a lot of hard work to be together because it, it comes a point in time where even though it's business because it's the business of making music and, and, and all of that it's always personal mm. any any problem once it gets to a certain point like your family and it's always going to be personal and I say right. it like even though you know we wasn't talking or me and me and Fonte still you know haven't spoken whatever they will always be family because we will always be linked together whether we exactly. talking or not exactly. we're family you know what I'm saying so it, it's just one of them things where a lot of people they don't take that into consideration because mm -hmm. all that they see is the final product you know I'm glad you brought up the financial element of it too and when, when you mentioned that other groups may have the financial backing to actually make this shit work and, and, and still you know not be 100% in it but because they got that money to support them, they could they could kind of make it happen, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. man, and, and, and this that that plays a part, man. You know, that money allows you to uh to 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 not have to. I mean, because it, it was it was times we was on tour, and even though we wasn't having you know problems, at least to my knowledge, like me and Tay didn't talk. We only talked when we had to. Wow, like, you know we we were never roommates. We, you know, he stayed on. He was on one side of the bus. I was on the other because we live our lives differently. So wow. like, you know, you live your life. I'm living mine. You know, within the confines of this bus, and um, you know, obviously, you know, we a joke or, or whatever. But you know, that was it. Hmm. it was like, and and that we did that in order to, you know, because when you around somebody for a long period of time, you know how you stuck in the house with somebody, the littlest things will start to bug you. Like, I hate right, the way right, you right. chew. I hate the way you make this noise when you breathe. Like, them little things start to magnify. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, so we did that in order to keep our thing going. It's like, we ain't decent, but, you know, you do what you're doing over there, I'm going to do what I'm doing over here. And that's how we able to, you know, work. Right. And, and, and that's, you know, that, that just goes on all the time. And, and that and that that goes exactly back to the sacrifices that you know I, you know I was talking about earlier. Like people don't know that. Like and when you say it's hard work, that right there is the testimony 
that it's it's hard work because you have to literally um you know you you you, you got to literally be something not be something that you're not but compromise certain aspects of your inner peace just so you can look good for the for the um you know for your fans out there that support you you know definitely yeah yeah, definitely. yeah. no doubt man well um definitely um appreciate those words man i'm glad that you set the record straight on some of those things um what we're gonna do is we're gonna go into another music break we're gonna go into a joint from little brother this time uh off of the the first album the listening so we're gonna we're gonna go into that and when we come back we're gonna talk a little bit more i definitely got some more things i want to talk to you about before we get out of here but um let's go into it little brother the track is called for you off of the listening project Little brother, Ninth Wonder, Fonte, and a homie rapper Big Poo on the line with us today. Check it out for you. Yeah, one, two, y'all. We about to set it like this on them. Little brother, Justice League, Fonte, Big Poo, and then, hey, yo, yo. Once again, what you're hearing now is Fonte's power steering style. I'm killing niggas at will. Freestyle legend act. Capture the ears of shell veterans. When the stakes got raised like braille lettering. Down to the exact scale measurements. Time to let these motherfuckers know exactly what it is I represent. Real rhymes, you're prone to remember me. I roam like a cell phone in Italy in search of the real shit. Was looking for niggas that correct flaws and rhyme for their personal pleasure. To four in the morning with my back and my chest sore. And never have to press pause till I stop the tape and hit them with a yes, y'all. Fonte still considered the best. Deliver a threat. Troubled nigga got more issues than Jack. If you a showman, put your stage up. Cornball niggas throw your maze up. Microsoft niggas say word and page up. To this new style that's about to open doors. Carolina sickness, words are wrote with force. To smack a nigga like he broke his jaws. On the real man, y'all niggas out there is just a hopeless cause. Right now, what you need, Fonte. True indeed, little brother on the mic, about to rock it for you. You licensed that so when I'm a verbal chemist. Scientists on the mic, your society's menace. Hip hop's Popeye in the beats of spinach. No need for olive oil, cause her feats is limit. Overlooking blue those, cause they speech is gimmick. Give a fuck about your car if the Jeep is rented. You cheap nigga, it ain't even got features in it. Like to talk about money when you can't even spin it. This is real life, and there's more things that's hollow. The tips that chicks swallow with the what tomorrow. Or shells that pierce chest, leaving niggas to death. Whispering last words and taking their last breath. Only authentic MCs is the last one's left. Why jump a search the earth so they can grieve what's left? Even every robbers know we the best of the best. I'm the reason most of y'all keep tapes in your decks right now. What you need, big pool, you indeed. Little brother on the mic about to rock it for you. It's for you. Oh, and oh, you. It's time to oh, settle oh, the Fonte slice of phony and spit a rhyme that'll settle your bets in 30 measures or less. I stay ahead of the rest with incredible text. We fight it off like it's New Year's Eve. Pull a tip for sucking seeds. This year I made it hard to breathe. I'm the shit, so your squad can't leave. Gotta wait until yeah. applaud in the club. Standing tall like trees, making the crowd cheer massively. I tell niggas, y'all ain't whack. Y'all just sound whack rhyming after me. Cause I'm the most magnificent. Life is a blessing, and y'all I'm living it. For better, worse, or indifferent. Getting open to me And your man hands up in the air Like I told him to freeze Knife wonder on the board Who it's supposed to be Rock bottom to the comp Standing close to me Y'all niggas know y'all out of there Come on with the rib Y'all niggas faking the fuck Come with it Right now What you need Big pool You indeed Little brother on the mic About to rock it for you Welcome back to Out the Box Radio. The joint you just heard was called For You from Little Brother. I got one third of the group on the line with me today. My brother, rapper Big Poo. Now, Poo, we've been talking about Little Brother. We've been talking about sports. We've been talking about some aspects of your 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 career and i i really want to go back and, and 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 detail a little bit more of you as a solo artist um and because I, I know that's kind of where you're at right now um so how would you say your identity has evolved as an artist since you've left the group you know since you've left little brother what what are some things people are beginning to appreciate more from you now as a solo artist uh, I think now people are, you know, starting to appreciate 
me as a, a song writer. Um, they starting to appreciate me as a lyricist. And I, you know, they starting to appreciate me as an artist, period. You know right. what I'm saying? Because there's no longer the, compa- the comparison of, uh, yeah, I mean, I like Tay better because he does this. And, you know, I like Pooh better because he does this. Or I like Nice Beats better than I like them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have any of that now. So, yeah. uh, you know, so people, they're getting me. They're getting my, my full personality. So they see, oh, he's funny too. Oh, he's... You know, he can be serious. Oh, right. he can touch on, you know, social issues or political issues or, you know, so they, they're, they're getting, getting to see the full me, whereas with Little Brother, you only got to see a part of me. Mm-hmm. What, what's, what's the type of feedback you're getting from um, from fans that's listening to you now um, in, in terms of how they, they are affected by some of the messages in your music? Um, I mean, I, I definitely been getting a lot of positive feedback, man. You know, people just, I think people are definitely appreciative of a, a person who's willing to open up and share some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think they, they definitely appreciate that. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, man, I mean, the only, the only two complaints I normally get on my music, you know, as I'm scanning, you know, or, or people when I'm talking to different people, either people never really like me from the jump, which is cool, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to be for everybody, or people miss the old sound, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I like what you're doing, but, it, you know, when you did that sleep is that Saturday, because that's how they first heard me, so those right. are the, really the only two complaints I really really received you know ever really received but other than that man people are definitely you know recognizing you know my improvement as an artist and and definitely you know letting me know that you know for me and i'm gonna speak from a fan's perspective um i actually see uh involvement in terms of you as a lyricist as a as a writer uh uh but i think what people may be missing is the that that maybe the the justice league sound or those beats that crisis and ninth kind of gave you when you when you did sleepers i don't know i mean you correct me if i'm if i may be wrong but i'm that's what that's the way i see it i I feel like but i I still feel like your beats that you're picking now are very much on point it's you know if you're into soulful hip-hop like you totally is sticking. You sticking with that. You know what I mean. You just you just growing with that. But I, I can definitely see a, a growth in 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 your ability as an MC. Nah, man, you're right. And and you know as far as the beats is, like you pointed out, man. I think they just miss that it's not how they first heard it. Right. And 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 I remember an interview Pimp C did, you know, a few years ago, uh, where he said. And, and he didn't say it for this purpose, but it, it it actually worked. But he was like, how people first hear you is how they will always remember you. Right. And that's, or, or how they always want to see you. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what's going on here. It's like, you know, I can do something that if a new artist would have did, they would have loved. But for me, it's like, it's not nice, it's not crisis. Right. I don't know, I don't know. And... And, and, and I say this, you know, I, I remember I got a discussion, you know, because I have discussions with people on Twitter and everything. I mean, that's what we're there for. But I, we was talking about growth. And I said, it's crazy that in the music genre, they, people don't want you to grow. Right. In every aspect of your life, they want you to grow. But in music, they want you to almost be the same. Right. You know, so so it's like if I play sports, you will want me to become a better player. You will want me to have a better jump shot, better handling, better court vision. But as an artist, you want me to stay the same. You want it. It's like they wanted me to stay twenty three, twenty five forever. Right. And and you can't. You you know. You can't. Yeah. You can't do that. You know. Yeah. Your perspective on things change. Your ear change. You know. The taste change. Everything changes about you. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 instead of me attempting to keep giving you the same thing, I try to change 
you know, the menu. I try to as, show you my progression. So as I'm right. growing, I'm trying to show you my growth. And some people going to come along for the ride and some aren't. And, you know, that's just something that, you know, every artist has to deal with. No doubt. I'm glad you mentioned that, too, because, um, you know, I want to talk to you a little bit later more in, in, in relation to that topic. Um, but um, I was thinking the other day and I, I was just looking at looking back at your progress and, and seeing all the stuff that you're doing, working with new producers and stuff like that. And um, I, I, I don't know if you've considered it, but what I think would you know really serve you well as an artist and this is just my my suggestion um is uh maybe if you possibly did a collaboration with like one specific producer have you ever thought of doing like a a concept album with 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 a producer that you know you know uh like a well thought out concept album with just one producer like similar to what um killer mike did with uh lp the other day for the rap album um i mean th that's just something i'm throwing out there have, has that ever crossed your mind uh definitely and i actually got a couple things in the works um <laughs> that's it's funny you say that uh, uh uh me and uh my dj uh not my dj but a producer friend uh the mighty dj dr mm -hmm. uh he did zone out off the fat boy fresh rising one okay um we're finishing up an EP now called Happy Birthday Thomas. And, you know, it's, it's you know, it's, it's not a heavy concept album, but okay. it's still a concept, you know, project. Right. Uh, and he did all of the production. And then um, myself and Focus um, talked about doing a project um, that was concept driven and right. very specific, and, as well as uh, me and not. Uh, you know, we just we about to get back to work on Home Sweet Home, which was a concept album as well. So okay, so you got a few few joints in a, in a, in a line, just things that you've been brainstorming. Definitely, man. <laughs> that definitely was my after I finished um, the Dirty Pretty Things album. That was the main thing on my mind. Was I wanted to start moving into back into the direction of doing one producer. Right. You know, type of projects, and that's why on Fat Boy Fresh Volume Two, Astronaut did all of the production. Excuse me, production except for Cognac and Where I Am, which was a bonus track. So and let me he, just say he, something, not to cut you off, Pooh, but Astronaut really did his thing. He's a really dope producer. So props to him and, and what he he was able to give you, and just his general you know, uh, approach to, to music, man. Definitely. He's definitely crazy with it. I've been knowing him for a few years, and um, he's, he's light years ahead of where he was when I first met him, and he was dope then. So um, so definitely props to Astronaut. No doubt, no doubt. All right, so, I mean, Pooh, we kicking it. Um, What I want to do next is take another music break. And uh, this specific song uh, I want to actually talk to you about too And there's a, a certain reason why I chose this song So we're going to go into it And uh, when we come back we're going to talk about it And we're going we gonna to finish out this segment But um, the joint is called Let It Be Featuring Sean Dawn Off of Fat Boy Fresh Volume 1 So here it is I got my man Rapper Big Pooh on the line You're listening to Out The Box Radio I'm your host Krill Keep it locked Here's the joint, Let It Be, featuring Sean Dawn by rapper Big Pooh. Check it out. Come on with I spent the last year tripping over all my fuck-ups The game is full of roaches and rats, a bunch of suck-ups Niggas brown nose for a buzz I'm trying to get drunk as Charlie Sheen B Show me some love like Bernie Mac say With the pen poopy kind of craft day Cause I ain't rolling with nine, they want shaft mate Trying out last mate, youngest speed pass say I ain't going back to the bottom, that's where you got it from It ain't no problem when you climbing to the top Remember problems resurface when you start to drop The expectations of others determine when you flop And even Sean John has a 
moment when he stopped But time waits for none The grind waits for some The blind choose to shun And you're confused as some If you believe that this brother is done The truth is I only begun I go I used to spend a lot of time Trying to give y'all the best of me And for my family and friends They got the rest of me I used to think this rap thing Was my destiny But I'm content now to let it be How you let it be How you let it be And now my family and friends They get the best of me I used to think this rap thing Was my destiny But I'm content now I can let it be Jesus 40 days 40 nights of writing In the dorm room When it seemed so exciting Didn't have a worry No real responsibility But time changed And the process is killing me Hey dudes, held on to my receipt. Looking at me funny, cause my features ain't for free. Fuck that, now I'm about to raise up the amount. You suckers gotta pay me just to get me out the house. Got a wife now, when the family in the making. Don't do it for the love, gotta bring home the bacon. You got me mistaken for these internet niggas dropping free LPs. Come on, nigga, please. I thought about quitting, get a nine to five. Healthcare, Roth IRA, shit is live. But I keep one, chewing it to death when y'all niggas can't stay away from this shit. Go. I used to spend a lot of time trying to give y'all the best of me And for my family and friends, they got the rest of me I used to think this rap thing was my destiny But I'm content now to let it be How you let it be? How you let it be? And now my family and friends, they get the best of me I used to think this rap thing was my destiny But I'm content now, I can let it be Once again, you're back to Out The Box Radio. I got my man, rapper Big Pooh, on the line. If you don't know him, you are really, really sleeping. You know what I'm saying? You sleeping like his first album. <laughs> because this brother right here is 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 representing some major status in the hip-hop game, man. So um, he's on the line with us, um, and we having a good conversation here, man. You just heard the joint Let It Be featuring Sean Dawn. Sean Dawn of the of the Justice League. What's going on with him, by the way? Uh, you know, he started his uh, own uh, imprint, Golden Era Music, and um, you know, he signed a few artists and uh, he put out a few projects. He's actually working on um, projects now and getting his artists ready to come out. So, uh, you know, he's just working, man. He he trying to. I think he's trying to really become, you know, uh, a label label guy. Uh, these days, even though he he still got bars today, I, I right. think he definitely really want to see a couple of these young kids do it. So. Right now, that's what's up, man. And he's a Bronx native, a New York native as well. Oh yeah, proudly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now the joint that we just heard again, let it be. Uh, of course, it features Sean Dawn. This song really struck my attention, not only because of the dope beat, but certainly because of the lyrics and the subject matter. I really like the fact that you and Sean Dawn are addressing the reality of what often happens to many artists who start out doing music for the love and then after a certain level of success, that love is not able to sustain them financially. Like, that love is not able to pay the bills, man. It's not translating to the money. So, my question to you is, what does one do when they come to that realization in their career that the love is just not supporting them no more? <laughs> Get a job. <laughs> nah, um, nah, I, I think, that's the short answer. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the short answer. Um, nah, man, it, it, it always comes to a point, man. And, and, and you know, this is something I try to stress to younger cats because I have people hitting me all the time. And, yo, man, you know, remember when you were in my shoes and... Uh, I thought you were supposed to be doing this for the love, and I'm like, dog, I I love making music, mm-hmm. but I also love living in the spot where the lights work and the water hot. Exactly. And you know, and, and my TV come on, and I can watch games. Like, so it, it, 
you know, while I still have love for what I do, a lot of love, or I wouldn't be doing it. Um, love only, love keeps you here when the times get tough. That's that's what the love for music does. It, it keeps you, it keeps you making music when 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 everything looks bleak, you know. And but love, having love for this, makes it not feel like a job. When right. when in actuality it's a job. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's things about this job that I detest, but I love it. So it doesn't feel like work. Mm. And and I think that's where a lot of people get confused, man. Like, because the, the, the line of love and, and, and money, it comes quickly to you. Right. Um, you know, I tell a story. Back March 2003, we had just put out the listening. And uh, I was working. I was in school part-time, and I was working two part-time jobs. And we came back, we, we did a little two-week tour in California. I came home and, you know, I knew school was done. I went and sat in the class for 45 minutes. I said, this is over with. So I'm still working my two part-time jobs. I had a, you know, apartment, sharing my apartment with two other guys. And, and it came to a point where I was like, yo, you know, I love this, but I got to really be getting paid for this now because right. I want this to be my career. Mm-hmm. And, and I had to start looking at it as such. So all of the, you know, just come out and perform and, and you know, jump on this song, jump on it, like all that had to come to an end right. because I had to start looking at it as a career. Mm-hmm. And and that's what a lot of these young guys need to know that, yes, I still have a lot of love for music. Mm-hmm. But it's also my career. It's my livelihood. This is how I eat. This is how my family eats. So I have to treat it as such. But love is what keeps me here mm-hmm. on them days where I want to throw the towel in. Right. No doubt. Now, what about when you um when your integrity as an artist is challenged? Like, you know, you got kids. You got to pay those bills. Probably got a wifey who ain't trying to hear that you on your third year grinding with the same dream. But from another perspective, the creative and true artist in you just doesn't want to put aside that, that you know, that, that, that you just don't want to change. You know, what when when it's a thin line between your integrity and, and, and what you what speaks to your heart. And, and you having to, at the same time, please, you know, your family or, you know, just certain necessities. Like, how do you proceed from there? Um, I, I have a general rule for myself, and I can only speak for me. Mm-hmm. I have a general rule. Today, I wake up and go to the bathroom and look in the mirror, and I can't stand and look at who I've become. That's the day I have to walk away. I have to mm-hmm. I have to wake up every day look in that mirror and be proud of the decisions I made and be proud of that guy that's staring back at me in the mirror. And that's that's number one. That's always that will always be number one. Like I walk away. Today I feel I have to do something or do some things that and I know in my heart that I wouldn't do. But I'm just like, yo, I'm just doing this for the check now. Like that's the day that I need to step away. Um, and, and that's just how, that's just me. That's how I've always operated. And, you know, so, but on the other hand, I'm one of them guys who always want more, but I don't need, I'm not, someone, no one else can determine what success is to me. Right. So, I I can look at TV and see people talking about they woke up in a new Bugatti and, you know, they got a house, they got a, you know, 20-bedroom house and all that. And that doesn't mean anything to me. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, man, I got to do that, too. So, you know, for those people that, you know, someone, someone else's success is, you know, that's what they look to attain, then it's a, it's a lot easier for them to, like, I, I just do whatever I need to do. But for me, I don't need all of that. And I know what success is to me, so 
I'm good. I can be good at a certain level where a lot of other people wouldn't be good at. And and I'm man enough and comfortable enough with myself to accept that. So um so I can live by the you know, the day I can't look at myself in the mirror, I'm walking away creed. I just go do something else. I can live by that mantra. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, you know, they their version or their vision of success is something that for the most part is very unattainable right. and that's what they strive for so they're quick to do whatever they feel they need to do to get there mm-hmm. whereas I don't have to do that and I refuse to do that no doubt well said Pooh man thank you so much for taking the time with us here today at Out The Box Radio um, I wish I could talk, for, talk with you so much more I mean we could go on hours but of course all things got to come to a close. But um, before we get out of here, do you mind telling the people out there, you know, what 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 um they could look for from you, you know, or what what are the next, you know, goals you have in in plan or in store for your music career, just so they get an idea what what to expect from you next? Definitely, man. But well, the first thing, um, be on the lookout. Happy birthday, Thomas! The new EP produced entirely by the mighty DJ Dr. That's coming real soon. The first thing we okay. go chain is uh is, is on the way. Hopefully that'll be out uh, sometime in April. And um, other than that, man, um, definitely more music. And um, I'm trying to take my take my act behind the scenes a little bit and uh you know help develop a couple of the young guys that you know that. I definitely, you know, I'm fans of and, and they're fans of mine and, and thought enough of me to want me to be a part of their career. So, um, you know, just working with them and, and hopefully seeing them get to a level where they can, you know, fulfill their dreams as I've been able to fulfill some of mine. That's what's up, man. And and, and it's nothing more admirable than giving back and, and reaching back into the young brothers and stuff that's coming up. So props to you for that, man. You know, um, I wish you the best of success with that and all your future endeavors, man. Before you go, man, give the people a you know a listing of uh, places that they can keep in touch with you, keep updated with you, whether it's your Facebook, your Twitter, or your website. Oh yeah, definitely, man. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter, Rapper Big Pool. You can catch me on Facebook, Rapper Big Pool. Um, Instagram, Rapper Big Pool, and uh, the website, RapperBigPool.com. That's what's up. And people out there, make sure you know that you can check us out as well at outtheboxmedia.com. That's O-U-T-D-A-B-O-X media.com, as well as our Facebook and Twitter pages at Out The Box TV. So you can keep us, you know, keep updated with all of our radio and TV shows, as well as everything Out The Box related. Remember that our radio episodes air on a bi-weekly basis. So every other week, look to hear a new or insightful interview with a talented hip-hop or soul artist or just a dope artist in general. So that's what it is, man. I want to thank you again, Pooh, for keeping it here with, locked with us at Out The Box Radio. What we're going to do is we're going to get out of here with the last joint. I'm going to have you intro it. You know, you let the people know what it is. It's from your Fat Boy Fresh 2 album, which actually came out in November, right, of last year. So November. it's still kind of fresh. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, before, I, before I even do that, man, I definitely want to thank you for having me be a part of the show. And and, and I also want to commend you on uh, the interview. Uh, I, I do a lot of interviews, and a lot of times I can come into the interview with a, with a, with a sheet of answers because I already know what they're going to ask me. <laughs> but... I appreciate you, you know, going in depth with your interview and, and having forced me to go in depth with my answering. Therefore, hope, hopefully, you know, somebody will listen to this and, you know, they gain, you know, from, from what we were talking about. No um, doubt. But uh, this song is called The Preference. It's the first song off of Fat Boy Fresh Volume 2, established 1980. It's produced by Astronaut, featuring my man Black Soul, Young talented cat from Tacoma, Washington. And here it is. The practice. That's what's up. Keep it locked. Out the Box Radio, your host, Krill. My brother, rapper Big Pooh. Thank you so much for being on with us. We out of here. Peace.
to a fork in the road. I decided to go left. This is gravel uncharted for me. Until I'm on my last breath, I'ma push on. Mama yelling, be strong. Gotta provide it with fruit. Spores of my loot through this industry. Searching for a way out, becoming my own enemy. The enemy is way out of alignment. I wouldn't raise in this type of climate. I'm okay being the outcast. Where these women trying to outass and niggas trying to outcast each other. My goal was simply outlast. But I lost too many brothers. Now I got a question if I want it. Every day I'm waking up. I arrive to the point where I don't give a fuck. Criticize what some could truly do. I'm honored to be a part of the few. Trapper. Get this chip up off of my shoulders. Try to weigh me down, never count me out. This game is far from over. Keep it moving on the same train. New motivation, but the same lane. They'll never crush me with the same cane. Lower. I thought it got easy as I got older. A man with pride, I don't need a shoulder to lean on. As I'm listening to Phenom, I'm seeing like I'm eons away from ever shining. Getting my just due, forever grinding. I'm not exactly comfortable where I am. And when I finally get there, I probably want more. I never been content with just trying to score, filling up the stat sheet. Run them like a track meet when cats meet. The humble man wins. I guarantee you that you're going to need them in the end. So now you understand the code demeanor when you see me. I'm a king upon a chessboard. Yes, Lord, niggas is trying to do their best, Lord, and test me. But that bullshit don't impress me. It's rapper.